Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Kristen St. John, and welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is February 24th, 2021, and here's the latest in advocacy and more in minutes. Joining me today is the NAC advocacy team, Marie McCauley and Shamal Shepard. Representative Danny Davis is being highlighted for his lifelong commitment to community health. Representative Davis has a remarkable story and an admirable commitment to justice. Read more on his legacy at blog.nac.org. Shamal, what's happening on the Hill? Hey, Kristen. Yesterday morning on February 23rd, the U.S. Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee held the first of two Senate committee hearings on President Biden's nomination of California Attorney General Javier Becerra to serve as the U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary. The nomination is expected to be contentious with all Senate Republicans opposing Becerra's nomination. Senator Bill Cassidy asked about the 340B program, mentioning that there are questions about the language of 340B and asked whether Becerra would support a new specific legislative definition of what a contract pharmacy is. Becerra answered that under the law, entities entitled to discounts should be getting them now. Becerra said that 340B is indispensable and works with safety net providers to ensure discounts. Senator Bernie Sanders talked about the importance of FQHCs as providers of healthcare to underserved communities and asked if Becerra would provide more resources for community health centers. He responded affirmatively and said he would also support expansion of the National Health Service Corps. Democrats on the House Budget Committee advanced a $1.9 trillion stimulus bill yesterday, with leaders aiming to pass it on the floor later this week. House Democratic leaders have said they want to pass the measure later this week, though Majority Leader Hoyer has said work could extend into the weekend. Some of the bill's most important provisions, such as paid sick leave expansion and the $15 minimum wage, could be edited out of the final legislation as Senate Democrats wade through budget restrictions. If it is ruled acceptable, then supporters of the minimum wage will work to persuade moderate Democrats who are skeptical of the wage hike to vote in favor of the bill. With earmarks poised for a likely comeback this Congress, lobbyists are eyeing new business opportunities. But they are not expecting it to be a return to K Street's high-flying days of the past when lobbyists built empires out of the businesses of securing earmarks for clients. Lawmakers, if they do bring back the practice of earmarking appropriations bills with the pots of member-directed spending, are likely only to allow the federal dollars to go to nonprofit organizations and local governments. They would likely be publicly disclosed as a way of preventing the scandal and corruption that led to Earmark's official demise in 2011. Marie, what are our state-level updates for health centers? Due to the role the Biden administration has asked community health centers to play in delivering the COVID-19 vaccine, NAC and over 60 other advocacy organizations sent a letter calling on CMS to establish Medicare and Medicaid vaccine reimbursement policies that ensure health centers have the resources they need. Politico Pulse reported on this letter, and you can find the link in your Washington update. NAC will continue to advocate with CMS on this critical issue and is hopeful for the progress soon. Please contact Vasharia Tutson at vtutson at nac.org with any further questions. On February 12th, CMS informed 10 states that they were rescinding their 1115 waivers approved by the Trump administration to impose work requirements. The letter cited the current administration's need for flexibility in responding to the COVID-19 pandemic and maintaining oversight in the Medicaid waiver program. 12 states have received approval from CMS to impose work requirements, and at least five of those states signed the January 4, 2021 letter of agreement from former administrator Seema Verma. 
States will have 30 days to submit information to defend their state plans, including community engagement. CMS will also be raising payment for Medicare telehealth distance site services to $99.45, up from the current $92.03. NAC will continue to advocate with Congress and the Biden administration for making permanent Medicare and Medicaid policies on distance site audio-only payment equal to the in-person rate. Also, due to the public health emergency, the current administration has opened a special enrollment period from February 15th to May 15th, 2021, allowing individuals to purchase marketplace insurance at healthcare.gov. Kristen, what's happening in health centers? The COVID-19 Vaccine Communications Toolkit for Community Health Centers provides communications and messaging resources for health centers to use to build confidence in the COVID-19 vaccine and encourage health center staff and the communities they serve to get the vaccine and help protect against COVID-19. We encourage health centers to tailor these messages as necessary for their unique communities. The toolkit contains simple key messages, frequently asked questions about COVID-19 vaccination, sample social media posts and graphics, sample press release templates, and sample radio PSA template and selfie signs. Also, as a friendly reminder to health center staff, please complete the weekly HRSA BPHC COVID-19 survey. Your responses are critical to identify community health center needs and make a case for CHCs related to addressing the COVID-19 crisis. This data will inform decision-making on allocation of the COVID-19 vaccine. You can find the links to both of these in your weekly Washington update. And advocates, don't forget, the Grassroots Advocacy Leadership Program, or ALP, is an extended skill building program that will begin during the 2021 Policies and Issues Forum on March 12th and will continue through September 2021. It is designed to provide intensive training and hands-on experience in all aspects of health center advocacy. You can register at NAC.org. You can also register for the 2021 Policies and Issues Forum on the NAC website. Learning opportunities will be available to health center advocates, including a webinar by our partners at the Congressional Management Foundation. Thanks team. And for our listeners, some quick reminders. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. Also, make sure you are subscribed to our Washington Update so you can see more Health Center news and what we're reading. In order to keep up with the upcoming advocacy events, make sure to visit the hcadvocacy.org slash calendar. For further support, please email us at grassroots at knock.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook using at HC Advocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy. We'll be back next week.